What's up, everybody? Just want to let you know that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Jungle Television. Jungle Television is creating gourmet art and streetwear drawn and screen printed by hand here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, this dude, Alex, is making some of my favorite art. And uh, I have a bunch of Jungle Television t-shirts. They are heavy in my rotation and just always blown away by the things that he is making. The Mushroom Hunter jackets are some of my favorites. Those are really dope. But yeah, if you need jackets, shirts, hats, just prints, very cool prints, um, hit this dude up. The Jungle Television link will be in the episode notes along with the Instagram tag. And if you use the code DCP at checkout, you'll get 20% off of your next order. So take advantage of that. Check out the uh, the Jungle Television Instagram, Cruise Alex's designs. Um, they're very, very dope. And next level, appreciate his support and sponsorship of this thing. Let's start the episode. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Dan Cable Presents podcast. Thank you for tuning into the program. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support the podcast in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars, and that will help propel the podcast in the tops of those iTunes charts and give it more visibility on the national and international levels and help strangers find the podcast. Just a great way to contribute to the sustainability and growth of this thing. And I appreciate the fuck out of all the people that have already taken the time to do so and appreciate you just for tuning in and checking out this thing. You can also check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel and there's a bunch of videos up on there of live performances and in-studio performances, um, videos that are that are mentioned in this episode with, uh, with the guests of this week's episode, Bryson the Alien and Just Alpha, Alpha 007, the killer producer of uh, the Some Aliens Collective. And there are definitely some Some Aliens videos on uh, the YouTube channel, both in-studio and some live performances, which uh, are really dope. And, and some of my, my favorite videos that we captured from those Mountain Air Studios sessions that we were doing in the early days of this podcast and those are all up there for your enjoyment so check those out and hit subscribe there if you want to uh tune into whatever is coming next to the channel we got episode 218 with some aliens is uh definitely coming at you momentarily and i'm really excited to share this conversation that i had with bryson and alpha we had such such a killer hang such a great time catching up with these dudes um before we get into that i just want to say thank you to everybody that's been 
tuning in to the No Justice, No Peace series that I've been putting out over the last month or so. There are now three volumes of them available, and uh, they are pieces to hope, hopefully inform your perspective on what it is like to be a person of color in America and uh, just how people with different skin color can have a completely different experience than uh, than some other folks in this country and in the rest of the world. So I've, uh, I've had the, the pleasure of putting together these pieces. Uh, people have contributed these messages of their experiences and i have set them to uh to music mostly from local portland music producers and so their beats and and tunes are are underneath these words being spoken and i have just really enjoyed the process of, of putting those things together and really appreciate the vulnerability of the people that have chosen to contribute messages to this series. And it's been so informative for myself and, and it's definitely like increased my knowledge of what's going on around me. And I just hope that uh, the movement can, can maintain its momentum and uh, people keep trying to make that a a focus of uh creating more equality within the uh the system and uh hopefully entering into this new age where it is not an injustice to uh have a different skin color and uh for all you you people that are going out there to the protests and standing on those front lines just uh be safe. Look out for one another. Um, looks like it's it's getting ruthless in some places, especially here in Portland, Oregon. So hopefully you can uh, maybe zone out for an hour and a half or so with uh, this lovely conversation that I got to have with with Bryson and Alpha. I have so much respect for these two dudes and the the music that they continue to put out. But outside of that, they are two of the uh two of the nicest people that i have met and encountered doing this podcast and really grateful that we have maintained contact with each other and and uh maintain this tradition of them coming on the podcast for uh the episodes that end in 1/8 and this is uh 2/18 that you're tuned into try to do some some different things with this one and cut into uh some music during during the conversation and not just at at proper musical breaks uh these dudes are always kind of pushing the envelope on what they are doing with their with their art and uh it's it felt appropriate to to try some things with this one especially i've been doing this this other program that has been coming out in this feed is is i dig records which i've been doing with my cousin and there's now five volumes of it out now but one of the things that happens during those episodes is when tracks are referenced they're being played in the background and sometimes they're being cut into um 
while we're talking. And uh, it's just a, a fun way to reference certain things, especially um, with some of the things that the specific things that we talked about within this conversation. I thought it would be it would be appropriate to do so. So you'll hear a lot of music in this one. And uh, I encourage you to check out more music if you like what you hear. Both of these dudes have a lot of music out individually and some of it done collaboratively. So all the links will definitely be in the episode notes. So check that out. Uh, the link for Vortex Music Magazine will also be in the episode notes. They are a big supporter of this podcast and a very cool independent publication that comes out of Portland, Oregon. And there are some physical copies that come out of it every quarter. And there's tons of online material coming out daily. So check into that of how to get Vortex Music Magazine to your house. I've got a write-up on Isabo Wayu Walker, one of my, my past guests of this show, and a really great friend of mine. I got to do a feature on her in the new physical publication. So definitely check that out. I've had the pleasure of getting to do quite a few of those over the years and uh, have gotten to contribute a lot to their their online platform as well just extremely grateful for vortex music magazine always being a, a strong collaborator with me on this thing so check that out and we're gonna do the damn thing we're gonna get into episode 218 some aliens on the show we're gonna kick it off with a track off a record that we speak about on this episode, which is uh, Bryce and the Aliens' Junethia, which is such a great release that this dude put out in 2019. And one of my favorite tracks in Bryson's catalog of music is this song called Buttons. We're going to get into it right now. Hope you all are doing well out there, being safe, being well. Staying afloat. Let's do the damn thing. Da -da -da, da -da -da. Press start. Uh, yeah. For real. As the brush strokes the canvas, the matrix dismantles the truth. Shall withstand uh -huh. it? Can't stand it then. Find a different planet. Some aliens came back to bring balance. For real. Back. Bracing the alien reporting globally On the road, pay for me, still paving it The twists and turns took a toll on me The stories on the road I hold close to me I miss my family, the distance challenging uh, I challenge my mind, my soul channels me Demons wanna lay hands on me Keep my angels busy AF Young blood's got the AR I'm dodging A&Rs, wished upon a star Now I'm here, real. what up? Sparring rap stars, cause same color reptar I'm stumping through, too heavy, made an entrance here forever, pay dues with the interest. Salute the super villain till I'm finished. Salute. Challenge the master to keep my blade sharp. If I live through the battle, then I make art. True. Got plenty of bodies, but they didn't chart. So be careful what you start. For real. Try testing and true. HP high, XP overload while unloading my mental drive. Lord of the flies, I'm well received from novel eyes. Good Jesus kept my tummy full when I ain't have a dime. Uh -huh. So I tip big when I can. I but remember, words can do what the wallet can't. Uh -huh. I'm wilding out for my camp for the stamps. When my peers needed guidance, I was serving as the lamp. The light. 
true light worker, rapper at a glance. Master of my melanin, soul school never ends. Foreign to fitting in, animated aliens, way older than them pyramids. For real. I did die, yet I'm here again. Long as the record spins, here to save the day again. Immortal traveling through portals with my pen. DDT the beat, then I'm back again. I'm not backing down, I'm making ends. In the wind, like Las Vegas sin. Keep it there, I'm keeping calm with my wolf here. He loves me, but you'll he'll tear. <laughs> I'm from the hill, but I made it out. Justin knew I would. Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. For real. Serving up plates literally and metaphorically. Now we both good. For real. For real. Yeah. Call these buttons. It's my mom's nickname. For real. Yeah. Last time. Man, you can do anything you put your mind to, man. Don't let, don't let nobody tell you nothing, man. Shout out Blue. Favorites, man. Rick James? Rick James. Yeah, he's Rick James is my favorites. Like I listen to him all the time. Is that something you uh you grew up listening to or playing yeah. around you, or is it something that you've kind of come to later in life on your own? Both actually. I feel like my dad and them used to jam it all the time. But then like when I um went to college, I've you know, obviously went through a really heavy crate digging phase, so I would just find all that stuff and, and play it all the time and enjoy it and just it's just dope, you know what I mean? Not even just with sampling, but just like just that zone it was in at that time. Like it's just dope. All that leather and all that crazy shit. They yeah. were like they were really out there with it. So Yeah. They're they're rebels. It's interesting like the artists that that you stick with from a kid to an adult and you kind of right. get those two different lenses on it like mine was like i'm a big phil collins dude he was <laughs> oh, like shit. 80s bangers that this dude made and my parents just kind of raised me on it and uh it was like the first music i heard it was the first concert i went to they just took me with them and i was this That's little dope. kid and i was into it but then uh i don't know you know, 10 years ago, as I get into my mid mid to late 20s and start kind of digging through that stuff again, you know, it was kind of something I would always put in the rotation, but then really digging heavy into it later and kind of, you know, understanding the words that this adult man is saying as, as more of an adult man. Right. You right. know, it's this whole, whole different look on it and you kind of, you know, take away different things from it. Yep. yep. That's true. Did you believe that stuff? Did you believe that uh, the story about how the dude uh, he drowned <laughs> in the in there tonight? Yeah, did you story. Yeah, I don't know if I if I if I buy in. I think that was uh, that was some hype. Right. That yeah. was some some hype that was made. But uh, yeah, Phil's the man, man. He changed he changed the game for like drum sounds in the '80s. Him and his producer that like worked on those records. They created this whole gate drum like effect on the right. drums that just. That's facts. It was this crazy movement. Yeah. So. Um, Space Jam soundtrack. Space Jam soundtrack? Wasn't he on that? I don't know. Didn't he do like a cover or something? 
Tarzan. He did all the Tarzan. Oh music. yeah, he definitely did all the Tarzan. <laughs> He's got the Tarzan locked in. Um, no, he did not. Uh, you know. Oh, he did the. Uh, he did the the cover of "Fly Like an Eagle," I believe. Was that, that was him? A, that was R. Kelly, I thought. Uh, that was. That was, I believe, I could fly. That's right. But a, who, that, does, but who does the Who does the "Fly Like an Eagle" on there? It's not. It's. It's not Phil Collins. It's not Phil Collins. Who does Steve? But there's yeah. a Steve Miller band, right? That mate. Steve Miller band is the original jam. Right. Fly like an eagle. Dude. Like an R&B. Singer. But yeah, I think it's I think it's like an R&B singer that that did Fly like an eagle. Man, it's not like it's not like Seal, but it's somewhere like oh, okay. it's someone in that it range, right? That range, yeah. All right. It could cool. be Seal actually. Fuck. <laughs> I can't remember. Like I can't remember. <laughs> that just it just made me think of that for some reason. I don't know why. We'll have to fact check it. Right. Somewhere somewhere along the lines. But um That's dope. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to be here with you fellas because I think that some traditions are are good and some should be left behind probably, but <laughs> we have created this uh you know, this some aliens tradition yeah. of for, for every uh episode ending in 18 you guys were episode 18 of this thing and then we got together for 118 yeah and now here here we are again Dang. you know two years later or so right to right, cruise man. on on 218 so I'm, I'm grateful to uh to be here with you guys yeah same it's uh it's been a been a while since we've hung out and there's been uh and both of you have really put out a lot of music this 2019 2020 time period so i'm excited to get into that and it's also just like it's exciting to see that you guys are still uh doing your thing and uh seem to be like i'm not, I'm not surprised that creatively you both seem to be kind of thriving in the quarantine that's not surprising yeah. to me be because of how you guys operate you know generally it just seems like you're both very driven to create the music and and explore your art um but i am curious to like has this changed your process at all like how you are working and like creatively um i feel like it's almost made it a little bit smoother the the hard part is you know getting yourself to getting yourself to like you know let's do this let's link up like you know what i mean but it's been making it easier i feel like because there's so much new stuff in the music like social media like the the tiktoks and the streaming and the uh, playlists so i feel like this time we've really been taking it to learn how to and figure out all that stuff so the pandemic really hurt the shows and we don't really need shows to learn about the new stuff. So I feel like it hasn't really hurt us too yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? Because we're learning so much because we're not trying to out here, trying to get shows. We're not worried about getting shows or performing. So because you weren't worried about that before. All right. right exactly. So it's not, yeah, a, yeah, we're not, we weren't actually like really like touring artists at that point. We would just catch like waves of shows, but right. every year we're not like, we're going to just go, everywhere you know it's like if it happens it happens but yeah there's no quota for the amount of shows that you want to play that's not the objective right moment right like i enjoy obviously performing it in shows and of course i do to seek them out or put them together if that happens but 
Yeah, uh, we just yeah, like you said, just trying to create and just come up with some new stuff. Yeah, I think I think that's why I said that about you too, about why I'm not surprised that you're you're thriving mm-hmm. in this situation because I know that you know you guys kind of had your your nose to the ground either way. Yeah, you know it wasn't yeah, exactly. you know trying to build a bunch of like Portland live clout or whatever. <laughs> right. You know? nah. Um. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like a lot of artists in Portland. And maybe in other cities too. But shows are so big, like they thrive on live performances. They that's their bread and butter almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like for us in 2017, 2016, we did so many shows. We did four festivals that year. And two in state, two out of state. So I feel like just from us doing so many shows, it kinda had us look like you know, there's more to it than doing shit like there's there's other as there's business aspects that you can get lost on just trying to do shows you know what i'm saying it's a lot of bullshit that you have to like you that you have to put your energy into i mean that's that's one of the i mean i wasn't planning on putting together a whole lot of shows this year regardless that was kind of like something i had to reassess about where i was putting my my energy and stuff like that and uh yeah, it's just so much. There, there's so many little logistics and semantics to work out within these shows, and everybody's right. like worried about who's gonna show up and and this and that. There's just always, I don't know, it's just a lot of energy to be putting into something that uh, doesn't always feel like it's that rewarding. I guess right. sometimes that's a great way to put it. Yeah, man, you just that's a great way said to put it, it. Said it really, really nicely. But on the other hand, like I, I. I think that there is something to maybe putting together like these two to four dope shows throughout the year, you exactly. know, instead of trying to put together 10 to 12. Right. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Like and like some annual type. Or yeah. Bi-annual. And it just kind of like makes it a bigger. Seasonal. It makes it a bigger thing, I think, in some ways. And I think, yeah, yeah. that's a good move. And also, yeah, it's just easy to like saturate your audience by playing these shows over and over yeah. in in your city and it's right. like i think it's great you um i don't uh i don't have anything against people that do do it that way yeah, they're no. obviously like that yeah. model works for them and i respect that too um but yeah it's just i think it's cool when you know 26 20, 2016 2017 some aliens is still you know, kind of making a name for itself here right. in Portland and stuff. So yeah. like, that's a great time to be doing a bunch of live shows and introducing people to your music. But hopefully exactly. by now you've caught their attention enough where they're like, let's just see what the projects are about and yes. see, you know, right. what else is going on. So, yeah, for sure. Is there um, a creative itch that that you're missing a little bit, Bryson, from not like getting any stage time, or is it just doesn't really phase you? It's it's fun. I do I do enjoy it because it's like challenging, um, and I like how it sounds on stage, and I, I like seeing people happy and rocking out and building with people, and just having more like direct contact in a way. But I don't know it's cool to take a break as well and not have that being a thing because i feel like it's 
yeah, lately here has been a really big emphasis on that and not enough like on the music and the rollout and everything, everything else around it. Uh, so it's been cool to take a break, but I miss it a little, but I don't know. It's, I jam out, you know, here at the house stuff all the time. So I kind of, I can kind of let it off that way too. So, yeah, it's nice when you have other ways to, uh, express yourself like in that same way or that kind of hits that that same energy that you get from right doing the live show or whatever right but from like a a, a, a fan or supporters uh perspective yeah i'm sure they're like yeah i can't wait to all this covid mess is done so i can see see people you know, yeah everybody's rock out. stoked especially the people that go to those shows you know because i think right for as many people that just are going to see the artists themselves, a lot of people are going for that communal experience mm-hmm. that you get mm-hmm. at a show. And maybe not, I don't know, I think it's different at all shows, what level of yeah, that yeah, the level, can the occur, level, you know? The level is important. But, yeah, especially when there's, like, a lot of those shows where there's a lot of group participation often That's feel nice. very communal, right. you know, like a... A church service, of yeah. you know, of some sort. When you get that, um, yeah, similar like to when you see like artists even doing that on stage when there's five people that have microphones and they're all singing the same right. song right. and they're all harmonizing together and whatnot. It feels right. like very uh, communal in that way. Yeah, and it was important for me too when I first got here because you know I don't have any family or anything like that here, so I I definitely leaned all my friends like coworkers and stuff at a, at a certain point so it was it was good that i had that you know so i'm sure it's good for people who need it needed it here still who are new here yeah or still finding their way and was like finding that through the sh- the, the shows and the scene and all that right like, that's why i feel like it's important for it to still exist for 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 that you know what i mean for people who who need it yeah i think it's it's definitely like a killer way to create some community for yourself in in a place that you're not from right when you start showing up to those things and especially once you start participating in them mm-hmm. right i mean most of the, i mean this is how i know you guys from doing this shit exactly. you know like that's how i know most of the people that i hang out with from here that are actually from here other than that it's like a couple people i knew before i got here you exactly. know exactly yeah um yeah it's been, i don't know you you do meet like a lot of great people i think doing this sort of thing like a band that was on a couple weeks ago was just talking about one of the one of the dudes in the band was just talking about how he feels like he's met the best people he knows like through the music community in in some capacity right yeah it's just a a good space usually it's a good space but but you know yeah with with any space it comes with bullshit too yeah it's just waters you gotta navigate them you know what i mean yeah so um yeah it's it's cool to see that you two are also like still working together oh yeah hell yeah you know and i'm not i'm not surprised that that you are but i think creative relationships can be pretty difficult to maintain like they take a lot of energy and uh right you know you guys have been doing it for a while now together and obviously kind of dip in and out of it and you both kind of have your seems like you have your areas where 
you're doing your own thing too right and then coming together to collaborate on certain things <laughs> which i'm sure that like do you think that helps a lot towards the stuff that you do collaborate on that you both have your individual spaces as well yeah i think that i think that um i feel like that's probably the main reason why we probably still work together so long because i'm not the type of producer but like oh you got you go, you can only rap on my beats you know what i mean like oh what you're gonna you know what i mean i feel like some situations might be like that yeah like a eric eric b rock kim scenario you know what i mean <laughs> you know what that's I mean? like the classic example of where things like that go wrong it feels young to me like that mentality a little right. bit you know yes yeah, it's, it's naive and it's i don't naive. know if that's a real thing actual but i feel like that's not a thing for me like i'll send him beats i'll send him produce other producers yeah and i feel like because it's I feel like we were homies before we even worked together. Right. And that's a big part of it, too. Right. Yeah. And you don't like your ego is out of the way on that part of like if you hear a beat and you think that Bryson's going to sound good on it, it doesn't matter if it's yours. Right. Like you want to hear him on this thing or you at least want him to give it a listen to see if it like aligns with his shit. That's that's true. That's facts. Bong bong. And, and And he's not all day like, oh, let me hop on this. Let me hop on this. Like every beat I make. He got a rap on, which I'm sure that could be some situations for people. But I feel like if that is, that that can cause tension. Yeah, like you're not upset yes. when Bryson goes and makes like, is it Junethia? Is that the protect? Yeah, 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 Junethia. Yeah. All right, I just want to make sure I'm <laughs> yes. pronouncing shit yeah, correctly, yeah. you know? For sure. But like that, that's like that situation, right? Like where like you're working with a different producer on that, that whole record. Yeah, you know, Melio, like Alpha's, yeah. Alpha's not making the beats producing the beats for something like that right right for sure for sure but but the cool thing is too is like nine times out of ten is like i would sit back and and listen to this stuff with him you know what i mean and he'd be you know and if anything sticks out or he has an idea then he he can implement it in in that way or a lot of times I, i would just be showing him the cover art and things like that too so even if his name not on it or, or his beats not on it, like he's more than likely involved because I I respect his opinion, you know. Right. As as an artist, so for sure. All right. Facts. And the stuff I drop, you might not you probably not gonna hear him rapping on it. You might hear his voice or something on it, but is you're you're probably you're more than likely not gonna hear Bryson rapping on it, you know what I mean? Right. But so that's why is is it goes hand in hand with how he drops Unithia and some other stuff coming out. You know what I mean? That's I'm not even producing. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. It's just part of being a good collaborator. Right. You know, there's so many different levels of being like that good collaborator. Yeah. It's it's a, I feel like it's an ethic ethics to it, but also too it's just like honestly like all that other stuff is really just keeping me busy while he's working on this stuff. So then when it's time to get in, going on some stuff, like I'm even more sharpened up too since last time. So I can go into it, you know what I mean, leveled up. So it comes out for even better because I learned more, he learned more. Yeah. And then I would never want to put everything on his, his plate, you know what I mean? So I just try and space out the stuff we do so it, it works well and, and nobody feels you know, pressured or anything like that. Right. But this, this, this shit is fun at the end of the day, but there is business behind it too. 
Yeah. You and then that, that's what like so. can tear it apart is, yeah. is when it becomes not like when the fun doesn't outweigh the, the business and the, you know, the bullshit. Right. Then, right. Yeah. It's easy to lose sight of that sometimes. So yeah. It's, yeah. It's very cool that you guys have been able to like continue to ride that wave together and have that, that chemistry and that, that kind of understanding. And I remember talking about this last time a little bit, but a part of that was kind of that you guys felt like you had common goals as right. far as what you like, you're working towards. And then, yeah. And just the mentality yeah, behind yeah. it of, uh, being authentic and really like releasing the shit that you guys want to release. Right. Exactly. I feel like it's, yeah, that still stands true. It's like, I feel like we, we kind of, I feel like we fighting it, the same battle in a way. We're, we're, like it's the same, you know, we're going, we're going at it with the same, the same intention, but we also have our own goals and things we want to accomplish. You know what I mean? Our, ourselves separately and, and together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's that's important. Like I want I want to see him do everything he said he want to do. You know what I mean? From movies to these video games, all this stuff. It's like, yeah, bro, let's do that shit. How how should we do it? You know what I mean? Like it take it, it's teamwork. You know what I mean? Like I can't do this alone. He can't do this alone. Like you can't. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, I would assume it's like almost like this unspoken accountability that you're having for each other too it's like right i put out these projects i said i was gonna put out right did you <laughs> oh yeah for sure i'll be i'll be on this that's probably that's probably the one part i would admit that i am kind of i get kind of crazy i'll be making sure that i'll be on this hammock tree cooking i do <laughs> like that's that is what i do man I, I will admit that and like anyone that's ever worked with me will admit that like if we cook it something or you say you go cook something, I'm going, I will True. I will be on it. Because like I want to see it happen just as bad as you do. So I will be the bad guy yeah. in, in the effort of art for art's sake. You know what I mean? So important to have the bad guy, you know, there sometimes to do that. Right. So I I, I am that at, at times. And Alpha but, obviously understands where that's coming from most of the time when it is happening. That yeah. is for like you know, with the best of intentions. But it's vice versa, though, too. You know what I mean? Some it'd be times where I'm I'm sleeping too, and you might have to hit me like, "Bro, come on!" <laughs> like right. it's time. It's vice versa. I just had to. That's good. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's po- that's positive. You know what I mean? So there's no there's no other way to look at it, but you know, then that way, like. There's no reason for me to be like, what, bro? Like, chill out. Like, what are you, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Calm down. Like, you know, there's no reason for me to get all hype. Like, yeah. Right. He's not bugging you to, like, clean your room. Yeah, you know what I'm He's saying? Like, <laughs> bugging you to, you know. So do some shit I want to do. I know. So. Yeah, we both grown, man. You know. That's, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing is allowing each other to grow, too. You know? Yeah, man. And it's like, you know, I, like, know his family. He know my family and stuff like that. So it's like. It's deep. It's, it's deeper. It's deeper than, than rap or anything like that. It's like I want to see him fulfill his potential to the fullest. So yeah. Alpha, do you feel like as a, like someone producing beats when you do, kind of get to step away, and see or hear what Bryson does on something like Junethia, with a different producer, you're like learning things about his style 
that you can apply to what you're producing as well? Mm. That's a good question. Or is it like not that conscious of a thing? Maybe no, maybe it's happening, but like no, that's that's is is it's always cool to, to interesting to see the the beats that he uh he gets because he'll he'll hit me up like yo I'm 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 gonna get beats from so and so or whatever. So then it's cool. Like, okay, let me see what he picks. So, you know what I mean? But I feel like the best thing for me to do is still try to make something different. And I'm just still listen to the other beats and other producers, but still keep doing whatever I'm, whatever I'm trying to do with my sound or, you know what I'm saying? Still, still make the beats sound like I want them to sound. So it's just an extra uh, accessory for him, you know what I mean? So, well, it's it's, it's interesting to see uh, the the beats and producers he works with, and I try to push him to work with producers too. So yeah, yeah, because I would imagine it, it just like it's obviously gonna bring different stuff out of you creatively. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it does. Because you're trying to navigate this whole different kind of soundscape. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. I, I like I like that that challenge too, you know what I mean. I like that. That's part of the fun of it. Is like make putting myself inside that you know what I mean that world. And just you know. Yeah, I would imagine you kind of excel in that anyways too because the stuff that you guys work on collaboratively is like always so different from project to project too like always kind of yeah. testing those waters so it's not like True. it's not like True. alpha True. gives you something like super fucking comfortable to necessarily like rap over all the time right. you know right. it's nah. not like oh this is another alpha beat it's just like oh damn this shit is like it's uncharted territory right right there's a lot of that going on like between the two of you like together and separately it seems like definitely 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 hear that it's, in, the, it's in the music it's fine it's fine you put out this this uh, this ciphered tape. Oh, okay, oh, you checked that out. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I checked it all out, man. Okay, I checked it all tight. out. <laughs> yeah, that's tight. Um, cool, man. That, I dig that. I dig that shit a lot. And like, <laughs> was the mentality that mentality really just to kind of put that out and just be like, hey, rappers, like, yeah, you should be kind of uh, like checking in on this and 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 yeah, let's spit some stuff over it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that exactly kind of what it was like. Well, because we call it the itis because, you know, when you eat food, most likely soul food, yeah. you get sleepy. You get the itis. So we just try to get a lot of soul samples and cook them up. So, and, you know, the soul samples, I felt like, I guess when I was producing it was I want people to just cipher on this. I want to make the beats to where if you put it on repeat and you're in your car and you want to get some bars off. You can just rap over this and then put on the next one and then rap over this one. Like that's that was my intention for that one. Hell yeah. The ba the Badu joint. <coughs> yeah. That one's so so good. Yeah. That pocket that's on that is like huge, man. Like I'm sure people love to just get on that. So I love sure. you, damn man. I that's, oh, that's why I rock with you, but I know. It's just nasty. I'm gonna play some of that. Like I, w I wanted to do something a little different with this episode, um, so I'm gonna play some of your like beats just like while we're while we're talking and stuff. Okay, that's tight. So that's we'll, tight. I'll kind of like I'll kind of jump 
in and out of some. cypher tape was just like a really good idea especially because like when did you put that out i, I tried well i put it out about five days ago five six seven days ago okay so it's super new hey, maybe a week ago because i yeah i didn't think it was there when you sent me the chill chillization record. yeah no it wasn't there but, okay but i had a lot of those beats already most of those beats were already done so there was one more there was one more i think i made the uh the tribe joint i made the tribe joint oh and then i recorded but that's the thing i recorded it probably a week or two before i dropped it okay i had the beats about a month or two already yeah yeah i know like the common joint Scott Bryson talking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Talking about like just making the most out of this situation, like well, where we're at. Like, like we're not from here, but we're here. But I think that's like, that's such a great thing to put out right now. And I encourage any rapper that is listening to, to check that out because like, that's a cool thing for people to have while they're right. <clears throat> maybe potentially still locked up in this kind of lockdown COVID situation. True. And you just kind of, yeah, put this, these, these beats out into the world hey. to, you know, cypher to. Heck yeah. Hey, I'll make an official on Dan Cable. That's part one. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That was just always, part one. That, that that's what I love one. about you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always seems <laughs> to be like, this is just part one. Don't that worry. was just part okay. one. And there's no way. I'll make an official on Dan Cable. Yeah, yeah I think we was going to say, but all right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that was it's, just part one. Yeah, I dig that that's shit. That's the wave now. And, and, and those are those are more like my mixtapes too. So I'm still going to do albums. I'm still working on my I'm still gonna have one of those, and it, I feel like you'll be able to tell the difference mm -hmm. uh, when you listen to it. Let's talk about Yard Father a little bit, Volume One. Okay, Yard I, I, I dove into that a lot the last okay. couple days. That's tight. And um, I'm curious to know. Definitely curious to know when you uh, when you composed the a lot of clan members be cops like when. How long ago did you make that? Uh, that be okay. and how long? Did, how long ago did you put out Yardfather? Because I know it's a 2020. Uh, January 15th. 
was it January 15th? Okay, I just wanted to clarify that situation because I thought that's what it said maybe on the Apple Music. Yeah. So that's why I'm like super curious about like this track that you, you that you open things up with on Yard Father <laughs> is like this tr- this this prophetic I'm you know you, like this, this is like you, I was just talking to um, this dude Duke the Genius he'll have an episode on here a couple couple weeks from now and uh, mm-hmm. he's done like a lot of features with uh, Rashid mm-hmm. Jamal okay yeah yeah uh, yeah he was we there the night we, we did that dude. that show at Secret Society we know, yeah, dude, we know, bro okay. for sure we know, bro. Um, yeah shout shout so I was, I was just talking to Duke about this because he has this track on his record that's coming out called Ventilation it's like just like a very similar situation of like yo dude you wrote this you know three months ago two years ago whatever <laughs> and it's just like pinpoint for the time you know that's tight. for all this shit that like happened yeah you know a few months after you you put this track out yeah uh some prophetic shit from uh, alpha <laughs> dude yeah bro, well, facts man facts. i feel like it was that tape I, well first off it was just like i had a lot of beats you know what i mean i had a lot of beats some of them i made in the mind of this is gonna be on a yard farther, but I had a lot and it was like I just had to drop some beats. I just had to I just had to drop some beats. Everybody had beat tapes. It is it sucked to be like I'm a producer. Oh, I must check out your beat. I had no I had really no mixtape or anything out. So it really was like a a mixtape. Like I wanted to make a mixtape mixtape. Like that's like if you listen to like if you bring it back to mixtape era, mixtape days. You had like skits on it. You had people talking on it. You had cuts, people coming in and out. You know what I mean? The skits are important to the record. They're a piece of the story. Right. So that's where we get like some Beanie Siegel shit. Right, right. I went Beanie Siegel. I went Beanie hey. Siegel. How are how are like what are you doing with these skits? Like how are you conceptualizing something like <laughs> like I went Beanie Siegel? Like uh, you know, where is that coming from? Well, I feel like that that actually was my instant reaction to the beat like and i i made the i found the chop and i made the beat and i sent it to my brother i made a video and i think i sent it to bryson too but in the video i'm like yo i just went beanie siegel <laughs> because it sounded like a beat beanie siegel would rap on and it's like Dude. i couldn't believe that i found like i dove into that chop that like one that. goes you know that what i mean so i was just like yo So with this with the skit, it was just like that was my instant reaction. Like, yo, I went Beanie Siegel. Like, wake up, slap Bryson. <laughs> like, I just went Beanie Siegel, bro. Check this out. So that's how I was. And as far as like the the names, I just felt like nowadays, like, you know, for us we're independent, we have to put our money behind. Um we have to put our money behind putting the stuff on the streaming services. So if I'm paying, I'm using all the characters I can use. So I just went crazy on the names, just trying to fill out the character capacity. It's like full fucking thoughts. It's not that's even, what I'm saying. It's so good. Because it's like, it's a beat. Like, I'm just trying to talk to my people. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to 
I was just trying to talk to my people. You're like telling a story within just the song titles. Exactly. Like I didn't look at the song titles. Really had nothing to do with any of the beat. Like some of the beats did. Like uh, is a round trip. Uh, and the one the uh, how much should I get it fixed? Yeah, dude. You know, those beats, those names went together, but a lot of them, they were, they really were thoughts. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to use my maximum, push it to the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really, I really like "What If Every Crip and Blood Became Cops." I don't know what the rest of the exact title is. That'll be "We'll Be Straight." Yeah, okay. that was the rest of the title. We'll yeah. be straight, because that's just how I felt. Like yeah. if you think about it, that's one of my favorite tracks on the record. Um, we should jump into that one a little bit. I, re- I really, I really like that one. That one is super heavy. Just as much shit in the streets as the first motherfucking nigga who took off. Now he put his motherfucking music out there and people ain't fucking with it the same. Now he got a problem with every motherfucking body. Now niggas ain't keeping it real. Now niggas can switch that. Nigga, you can't motherfucking rap. And niggas scared to tell you you can't motherfucking rap. They telling you that shit fine when they know that shit ain't fine. Ain't nobody listening to that shit but you. You think niggas supposed to keep fucking up their money behind you? Because you got some motherfucking bodies. Nigga, go do something else. Go home up a motherfucking funeral home or something. Who, who is that at the end of that track? What's that ad lib from? Uh, and it's somebody talking about, you talking about the, uh, the, 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 the plies talking in the car about the, uh, the rapper that one yeah, yeah and he, yeah. he goes off about do something else stop being like yeah <laughs> so good yeah no, I, i'm on instagram a lot that's why i really want to put me out on the tape on the yard father the yard father is just like me and i'm on instagram all the time so yeah. i was on instagram and i'm like yo plies is just snap like he really just spoke to like a lot of people shit like people need to hear this so yeah. I, I just put it on my I tape I you know what I mean on some mixtape stuff you know what I mean Classic. yeah man I like I like the way that you're you're like showing yourself on your 
on your records. Me like, too. Like, I appreciate it. Outside of what you're expressing through your instruments and you're like you're producing your beats, I just like the pieces of your show, like that you're showing yourself, like you you talking over certain things or. Fuck, it. dude! That uh, <laughs> the last track, the lo- the the last track on that on that record is the self-titled track, and you're just like shouting out the rappers. Uh, yeah. When you say that, him. when you say that fucking piece about Rashid and like how you want you see him in the gym and you want to get big like him or some shit. That was facts. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> I was like I that. That had me dying, dude. That's like for I somebody felt. that like knows those rappers you're talking about and like just little shit like that and just kind of always seeing like, fuck, man, every time. It's it's like the same thing when I see Rashid like getting like getting wild in the gym. I'm just like, fuck, man, I want to get big too sometimes. Right. <laughs> but I'm just trying. like yeah, those little moments, dude, are um, really great. And I uh, I th- I feel like one that kind of like opened maybe a lens to me of this like other part of your life was uh, uh, which track is it? It's on it's on the Chillaxation, which is one of the newer. Yeah, newer things that you put out. It's on Army Guns. Army shout Guns. out to the troops. Okay, yeah. yeah. Shout out. You were in the service? Uh, no. Well, I'm not in the service, but my granddad, my dad. So it's like heavy in the family. It's not heavy in the family, but my granddad and my dad. Okay. And because of I, because of I was on military base, the military base, so I know people who were in the military, and uh. What it really was, like, I had that beat on my Instagram, and my homie, Alex Williams, shout out to him, he said, uh, you should put this out, because I, I like this beat, and he's in the military, so I was just like, you know what, shout out to him, shout out to the military, shout out to the troops. Fuck yeah. You know, I know people, <laughs> I know tons day. of people, my homie Trey, you know, he's he's in the military. All day. So. Yeah, I think it's hard for some people to, like, separate the politics from the troops, Right, and like those people are just fucking out there <laughs> doing right. the thing. Like they don't have even like as much of a say of what's happening, if any. For you know, real. they're just out there. Yeah, and, and it's like you have people like you have kids who they uh, grow up, they want to uh, they see Michael Jordan, they want to be in the NBA or they want to be in the NFL. Some kids want to be in the military, so they you can't that you can't really say that they want to fight for a certain president or anybody. They just wanted to be in the military growing up. That's just something they wanted to do. They yeah. maybe they just really like Call of Duty and they wanted to get that action, you know? Well, it becomes like a job for people too. Like right. it is a legitimate it. career path. Facts. It's like I totally like respect and understand people that are drawn to that lifestyle too, because there's so much structure to it. Yeah. You it know, is. it doesn't like allow for a lot of out out of the out of the structure if you're right. in it, you know? Like it's yeah. a very strict yeah. Kind of thing. That's true. That is true. Learn like a lot of attention to detail and shit. And right. So yeah, I guess we had a shot. I had a shot them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought that was dope. But just, just overall, man, like it's, uh, it's just cool to see kind of your growth and you showing yourself in that way. I think I appreciate it, man. And yeah. uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely noticed. Like I love the goofy shit when you're just like trying to order those wings. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a, I actually was ordering that a wing. Was that was a real, real yeah, order. No, I, I felt like, like you could tell that it was like, oh, this is a real call. And it, you just happened to be, you were just like, fucking, I'm going to record this. Well, I was recording that some other other tracks and it was getting late and I wanted some wings. So I was like, I'm going to order some wings and I'm just going to record it and see how it goes. 
And that's how I went. <laughs> she just kept fucking up your name. All right. <laughs> but yeah. I was dying. I, th- I think that stuff like shows a a cool part of your character for sure. I was listening to this uh you know the rapper Blueprint? Blueprint. Yeah. He's from like Detroit area Ohio. I'm yeah, sorry. From yeah. Columbus, that's your that's that's where you hail from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Blueprint. The King of Ohio. Um <laughs> Yeah. He's got this he's got this podcast that's super good and okay. like him and his co hosts recently did uh maybe some something you guys would appreciate, but he did they did one episode on what rappers can learn from producers and what produ- and then the other the next episode was like what producers can learn from rappers. It was uh-huh. uh, some interesting interesting takes on that. Mm. And one of those things that they were talking about producers sometimes is that they don't um maybe not as inclined or outspoken enough or feel comfortable enough kind of like creating a persona for themselves the way like a rapper does sometimes especially like you know a rapper has has the mic and can express themselves through the words itself so they were just they were talking about that that stuff of like producers having to be like more creative in the way that they you know create a following for themselves in that way and yeah so i i think I don't know, man. Yeah, listening to it, I feel like you're you're nailing that part. That's dope. Yeah, that's okay. tight. I appreciate it. And and that's funny you say what producers could learn from rappers because all the albums, all that's I learned how to put them out from Bryson, watching him put out albums and stuff. Literally seeing him put out his albums was like, okay, now I already know how to put out an album. I already know what to do. I already know how to put out like when to pick the album cover. You know what I mean? All that, like just from looking yeah. at him doing it so that's interesting that's tight yeah that's dope man that's dope. and i'm trying to do more of that that's um last time we talked also i kind of asked you guys about your listening habits and a lot of it was like maybe more rooted in older stuff and not so much current stuff going on outside of uh man i was listening back to that and you and you guys were probably like the first people to put me onto like the griselda shit <laughs> it's just like oh Sorry. benny the butcher and, <laughs> you know, was, and that was a couple of years ago mm-hmm. but we talked kind of just about how you're not listening to too much of the new stuff unless it's like more for for reference is that like pretty true of for both of you at this point or is there just so much time being in this covid lockdown that you're kind of listening to everything right now i, I don't know i think for me I've actually have been listening to some of the newer stuff lately, just, just out of curiosity. But it's really more so for like master purposes, like really petty stuff. But like, um, but yeah, I have, I have been listening. I like, um, I like NLE Chopper. I think he's hilarious. I like, I like his, I like how he. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's dope. He's a dope artist. Um, who else? I don't know. That's really about it. But just, you know, like I, I catch a single or something when it drops. But it, but a lot of times I, I try and just kind of compare it to the loudness or the, you know, the quality I, of, of our hey, stuff. So I, it's more so for, I understand yeah. what you're saying with that. I do that with podcasts like all the time. Right. Like, how come my podcast is not as loud as this one at this right. point? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate everybody doing their thing, but, like, a lot of times when I listen to the newer stuff is for, for, for reference. Yeah. Um, but, 
if I love it, obviously I stick to it and, and keep it in rotation. But um, that's kind of rare nowadays. So for yeah. sure. What about you, Alpha? Is there any like producers right now that that you're <sighs> usually like keeping your eye on what they're doing, or are you finding Man. your your influence other places, like other art forms or? Um, I feel like my listening habits suck like right now. Like, <laughs> I feel like I haven't been listening to any music like at all. I feel like I've been watching I've been watching a lot of movies, but as far as music is it's it's weird, man. It's you know, I love everybody, you know what I mean? It's like I love everybody making music, but it's just a lot of this stuff, like I feel like I haven't connected with a, a artist in a while. I mean, I like Saw Baby. He may pull up with a stick. He's probably like my favorite artist right now. Drake, of course. Um, Larry June. Larry's I've, man. I've been slapping. Larry's so good, man. He's got to definitely like I, I. I've been doing some DJ sets since the last time we hung out last. Okay. And Larry's definitely in the rotation. That's in the rotation. Sure, yeah. man. Let's get he smoothies. He slept on too. Yeah. He, yeah. He slept on. He is slept on. He slept on. Um, for been, sure. I've just been listening to those artists really in rotation. I mean, if one, it, I, of course I listen to the uh, pop and music because I'm on Instagram. But as far as like my rotation, it's like super limited. I feel like, and I'm making a lot of beats, so a lot of it is my beats. But yeah. I know. I mean, I've been listening to UK artists, like you know what I'm saying, because I'm not really feeling nothing out. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so. just so much too. Like, yeah. It's easy to get. It's easy to get lost in even like the the weekly updated playlists and shit. There's just like so much coming out all the time. But right, yeah, it's man, super oversaturated. Mick Jenkins just keeps blowing my mind though. That oh, dude. Tight. Mick, he new stuff. Dude, Mick Mick's always jumping dropping new stuff and I feel like he's just like really dropping some insightful stuff Dope. right now. Dope. Like his last two records are super good. And I finally I finally saw him for the first time a couple years back. Cause he's he's definitely been the guy I've been kinda riding hard for since the waters came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is this is too good. That and the I don't know. Freddie Gibbs seems to be the undeniable right now uh, with like, yeah. especially with the Alfredo shit he just dropped. And yeah, he's up right now. It's yeah. Great to see, man. Yeah. It's also just cool to see like a dude that's like hustled that hard and he just got a major deal, like with a major label after yeah. like putting out a bunch of projects on his own. And he probably has done it in a way where like he's actually going to have control over his shit, you know, because he has built it all on his own kind of getting like that that real good situation of of being locked in a you know a big label deal where you have most of the power and shit yeah so yeah it's, it seemed like it's going really well it's, it's dope to see it's you know it's a, it's a inspiring for sure to see his climb especially him being from gary you know gary I mean? indiana from, dude you know toledo is not that far away from that you know what i mean I, so i've been to gary many times uh my dad <laughs> grew up there mm, okay dope so yeah that's also why i like freddie because he always makes all uh, those all those gary references and i was like cool man i've i've been out to gary like mm-hmm. i've got some some roots there <laughs> right i drove through indiana one time it smelled bad. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. It smelled like Mills. 
and stuff. A bunch of probably steel mills and shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Is the that the cinematic stuff heavy influential on you when you're like watching movies? Is that like really inspiring for you to create beats when um, you're when you're kind of listening to like a score of a movie even? Or is that stuff you're paying attention to? Uh, oh, yeah. I guess definitely. I'm definitely paying attention to score because, you know, I love music. So it's hard not to pay attention to the score. But um, more like how, like, like how the camera moves, you know what I mean? Like the angles and the treatments because I, I really want to get visual with my stuff. Because I, I do have videos out now. I do have some videos out off tracks on youtube from the yard father links in the but episode notes of course <laughs> <laughs> i got some videos out. Out. i got some videos out i need to get some more you know what i mean but um i the, i'm i'm trying to get cold with the visuals I'm yeah a, dude I'm, that's I'm, cool too I'm, like I'm, that's expect, I'm trying to do some visuals you know I I like the idea of you like doing that shit too because that's like another way to just like I don't know stand out as a producer of like oh I'm also making videos for my shit yeah it doesn't have to be like instrumental tracks and and beat tapes can have videos too It'd right cool that's, yeah you know that's why it was the yard father mixtape because I had the videos the skits and the way I was writing I feel like that's how producers mixtapes are gonna be soon. They're going to have skits on there. They're going to yeah. have videos on there. They're going to be doing that. You're you just going to be making these fucking these films pretty much. Right. That's because a lot of producers have fire. You know what I mean? That's really what it came down to me. A lot of producers got fire. So I got to have more than fire. So that's why I talk. That's why I add more stuff. So I try to have videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of producers got heat. There's a lot of heat out For there. For sure. Is he? You're just like exploring all these other layers to it, which is cool. Yeah, I gotta have more because you know what I mean that, and I feel like gotta I'm definitely poking at more stuff too. I like, what about this? Try this or True. add this. So you got that uh, a those part of outside it, of you. A part of it is definitely like was always. He was like, "I'm gonna do it this way," and I'm like, well, "You should." But then it's also like just revealing more things. It just like you said, just bringing <laughs> more of himself on on this shit to make it more personal. Yeah. Because, a, to my knowledge, I don't know who's doing that right now. You know what I mean? I don't know who's ever really even did it besides, I think, Prince Paul, maybe. Like, he, he used to have albums, like, with skits and stuff, and they were just, like, beats. Like, it's, like, it's dope to see. It's definitely both of us, you know what I mean? Because it's like I couldn't – I got to have Bryce in there. He helped me. He He's helping me put it together. You know what I mean? He's helping me. So it's almost like just Alpha is – Alpha and Bryson, in a way. Yeah, it's the you know it's the it's the collective, and it's like he's almost from what it sounds like you know you're telling me that Bryson's almost like producing your shit sometimes you know being <laughs> those extra ears in some ways or like yeah. extra eyes you know acting at like in that role. I, I feel like for like a songwriter or like you know a crafter of a song and shit. Yeah, now you really just be cooking up, and I really just be just trying to add more layers and, and, and suggest things. Right. A lot a lot of the stuff on there I don't 
I don't think I really touched any any of the beats per se, but it's definitely like conceptualizing things. And, yeah, like and just a and flow type things. of yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Just seeing shit was, within it, yeah, not even like not necessarily pushing any buttons or adding <laughs> right. anything like instrumentally, but like right. just being those you know putting those extra ideas in your head or like right. giving you like another perspective. Right. Because yeah, yeah, for his solo stuff. But you know, like we made like pool party and stuff where we were both like he got he, you know what I mean he doing he things like that. Too. So yeah, I, I've definitely been kind of putting out more stuff lately that I, I like made myself because a lot of people have been asking and yeah, stuff man. so it's like i just kind of pulling them out the vault and stuff a lot yeah. of the stuff i've been sitting on um so yeah i want to dig into that stuff because i think um we talked about it a little bit last time that you were maybe like getting a little bit more on that on that tip of like doing a little bit more of you know making your own beats and and yeah. stuff like that yeah um, definitely definitely but let's let's jump into a track off of uh off the yard father. Yes, please. That that you you both worked on. It's okay. one time. Oh, one this time. One, cool. This one to me kinda has like that that fucking like <laughs> that Freddie Gibbs vibe to it. Like it's just Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> Who, who's gotta the light other, up for that. Who's the who's the other rapper on, on that one? <laughs> uh shout out to my uh that's Jonathan, my guy, sir, Jonathan. He a hey, shout out to him. Yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> he he's just my homie, man. I met him uh I think in the club. I think we was in the club. And you know, he's from Georgia. I could tell because I'm from Georgia. So I was just like, oh, I'm from Georgia too, you know what I mean? So then uh he was out here for his job and he he, he hit me on Instagram and he came out like a, a year later. We linked up again, and he he does music too. He 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 has a good ear, but he literally just sent me that, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna put Bryson on it, see what he can do," and I just put on a mixtape because you know what I mean it's a, it was a mixtape. If I would have had other yeah. songs, I would have put other songs on it. But um, that's just my guy I met. You know what I mean? This is my this is my homie, man. Well, shout out to that dude. Shout out to the surgeon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely enjoyed this track. <laughs> And and I like the just obviously like the difference in recording wise of the the vocals between like Bryson and him obviously because it's uh-huh. you know recorded on this other track right and it like it gives it it gives it a cool feel like that contrast of each other yeah yeah it adds to the vibe of it for sure yeah it's fun to do that so this is one time. Yeah. 
Taking them risks, stacking my chips, standing my ground, taking them trips. Cut them off if they trip. Set plays with the click only. Saluted by players and OGs. Fuck it up when I slide, then you know me. Yeah. Fuck it up, little mom, one time. Fuck it up, little daddy, one time. Fuck it up, little mama, one time. Fuck it up, little daddy, one time. Give me a little check, now fuck it up. Give me a little cash, now fuck it up. Roll up that blood, now fuck it up. Pour up that cup, now fuck it up. Fuck it up, little mama, one time. Fuck it up, little daddy, one time. Fuck it up, little mama, one time. Fuck it up, little daddy, one time. Give me a little check, now fuck it up. Give me a little cash, now fuck it up. Roll up that blood, now fuck it up. Pour up that cup, now fuck it up. That's how a lot of the music sounds down mm-hmm. in the A. Yeah, that shit is dope. I like that. That's a that's a very cool track. Um, Bryson, you were talking about you know doing some of your own instrumentals. You put out that Zero single that you released, mm-hmm. and then the other track on there is uh, Codex Gigas. Yeah. Uh, is that an instrumental that you, that you made? Yeah. So that that stuff you you've definitely been diving into a little bit more, making your own beats. Yeah, I kind of have. And a lot of times, sometimes, well, at least before all this happened, I would be over, yeah, you know I mean, alphas and just make stuff over there and just send it to myself, or get some loops or something and bring it back over here and tweak them and things like that. But yeah, lately here I've been making stuff too. For sure. So, is that is that nice for you to like? have that at your hands and kind of be like creating a beat with what you're going to do over it vocally yeah. in mind. Yeah. It's fun to explore it. Cause I, cause I, I haven't, I don't do it too often because a lot of times just getting stuff from other people, but it's fun to have like my own little like self projects too. Um, but I have a weird ear, man. I feel like I'm not like, I feel like alpha man. I feel like you like, you're like a genius man with this shit. Like, like it's just no way I can just do the type of shit he be be thinking about. But I like to just show people my own stuff too that I also enjoy. Uh, but yeah, but when it comes to me, man, I'm gonna definitely give you a dirty record. You know what I mean? It's definitely gonna it's it's gonna just it's gonna sound vinyly, crackly. It's gonna I'm gonna really put my foot in it when I do. I yeah. guess that's what I'm saying. Like I'm. I don't do it too often, but when I do, I really dig into I, it. Yeah, I really show you what I'm about. You know what I mean? So. For sure. Stepping into some some different worlds. Right. On Junethia, you're kind of on these tracks that are like three to four minutes, mm-hmm. a little bit longer than, you know, stuff from the past of like being more in that like one to two minute range. Right. So I was curious, like what that what was like for you to like have that amount of space to work with and like how you enjoyed that? It was dope. Um, I had actually flew back to Toledo. What was that? Whatever year that, you know, 2019, I flew back and I spent time with the family and I went to my homie Emilio's house, the same person I did Hail Mary with. Um, and he had like a, yeah, I just got a new house and had, you know, a cool, cool setup and stuff. And I already had these songs I kind of been working on for, for, for years. Um, Janethia is actually supposed to be a, a longer project, but it just, I just feel like what I had and how I did it was just perfect as was. 
plus like you know I had some of my homies on it and some of my heroes at the same time uh but yeah I don't know I, I had those I had those on tuck you know I had those on tuck for a while so I really got to sit on them and, and work on them and stuff um do you feel like you have a preference at this point, whether like for like a shorter or longer track or it's just like whatever, really? whatever it is? To be honest, a lot of the times those beats are just how long they were when I got them a lot of the times. Like even like Green Goblin, like the Chuck English joint. Dude. It was only a minute, like it was only a minute and a half when I got it. Right. So I was like, I'm just, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna make it the best fucking 90 seconds. I possibly can. That Green yeah, Goblin is. track is, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites on on that album, especially when it yeah. kind of like gets into that second movement, kind of has that easy E feel to right, it. Right, right. Like, that that switch, <laughs> that switch, yeah, switch is, is the switch is super nasty. Yeah, that song is really dope. I, 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 I like, I like that you. Uh, yeah, the way you set the stage for that record with uh, who who's that talking about you as a, a young dude just really taken to the to the Dr. Dre music? Oh, uh, you know, at the beginning. Yeah, that was my brother, Brandon. OK, um, my brother's nine years older than me, uh, but I, I just have a, a twin sister and then I have an older brother, Brandon. Um, I also recorded those when I was back home. We had went to like a a little water park. He was like mentoring some kids and stuff. And he, uh, I jumped in the car with him one day while I was there and we all went to this water park. Yeah. And, while, and while they were like playing and stuff, I had my iPad and I just kind of told him like, yo man, I'm working on this project. I'm calling Janithia, you know, Janithia is my mom's name. Okay. So I was like, you know, oh, like I'm making this project, I'm calling it mom, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, just, just say some, some words or whatever. So we just got a couple little bits and pieces. And then I, I just chose those parts for for the project. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, man. That uh, that was a cool way to do it. And just like getting him, getting to hear him talk about you, you yeah. just as like a young dude and him recognizing like, yeah, I was pretty sure you were probably going to do something with music. You seem to like click in with it from a really <laughs> yeah. young age, dancing yeah, to it and man. whatnot. I had no idea he was going to say any of that stuff. I was floored. I was like, damn, bro, you you really bringing me back. Yeah, it's it was, really it, it's, it was it was cool to just sit there and, and witness that. Yeah, it's cool when you have like sit down and you're able to like kind of document conversations, especially I think with family. Right. Or right. people that you're like really close to, and because right. you, I don't know. A lot of times, if it seems like you dive into these other lanes that you don't normally get into when there's not a mic there, or like when you don't know it's recorded, right? For better or for worse, right? No, for but sure. But when it happens for, for sure. the better, you capture like some really cool moments, like you did on that that record. Yeah, and sets the foundation for this thing of like. Just like, oh man, 
here's this dude. He was just a little kid. We were all just little kids at one point, <laughs> you know? Right. And uh, and here's this record. Right. No, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. And, yeah, I feel like Janithia, it, 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 tur- it turned out better than I could have imagined, at least to me personally. Like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, like, dude. From every every aspect of it. Def- like, that's, that was, was spot on. Definitely some of my favorite raps. Like some of your favorite bars on there. Buttons. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play buttons at the top of this thing to like kick cool. off the episode. Yeah. I'll kick it off with cool. buttons. I, I I just yeah, man, I think you just have some Salute, some shout really out, cool shout out com, some really cool shit on that. And it's really some some Jesus shit you're spitting, you know? <laughs> some like some be kind like yeah, like be in the light and shit you, you talk about on there. Thank you, man. And uh, I, yeah, I just have like a lot of a lot of respect for that stuff that you're you're talking about there, and right. like the way that you like work it into the, to the raps, and then you get into like, along along with you know some serious sentiment, like you gotta right. like this fucking <laughs> DDT the beat, <laughs> and out again, like I, yeah, that shit is really dope too. Fuck but yeah, damn man. Yeah. Oh yeah, just love it. Really been enjoying like digging into like the most recent projects that both of you have been putting out because it's just like, you know, obviously this is your goal is to keep you know raising the bar for yourselves and right. and putting out better things. And I just it just seems like uh-huh. you guys are you know from a listening standpoint from somebody that's been kind of like following for the last three four years now. Like I definitely see the progression from you both and i've obviously enjoyed it from the get-go from when you first walked into mountain air studios and you know threw down those performances that feels fresh dude that feels like (laughs) that feels like forever ago right it does you know and it's probably like i don't know it's like three four years back now but Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah it's just cool to watch to watch the growth of the collective you know right right Man, and it's it's that's crazy because we watch that video. It's like it's less, you know, it's less people. Just like on your end too, like the studio, you know what I mean? But we still rocking, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just interesting to see how it's evolved. How stuff evolved, got better and got more minimal mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, you know I mean? mm-hmm. no, I do, I do, yeah, I know what you're saying. I yeah, history. it's, it's cool. No, I, th- I think, uh, right. there was, uh, like, there was, there's obviously a part of me that would love it if we could, if I could do those studio sessions regularly. <laughs> I think I would change, change the way I did them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, but and and there was a, you know, there's a part of me that misses doing it and uh, that whole experience, but yeah it's not having the performance aspect of it being part of the show is like really, I think made the conversations better because people, you know, aren't worried about their performance part. We're not doing this whole sound check thing beforehand, you know, like I can see how people could be like real worried, especially jumping in and out of songs, live performance of like, Oh fuck man. Like, did I fuck that up? You know, and then, like they're thinking about that while we're trying to have this conversation. Right. And it kind of seems like maybe I would I would do things a little differently. But so like for that, like 
like what you're saying is like it's it's less it's it's a simpler format it's right. like yeah i'm super appreciative of that because like i like where the conversations have gone since departing from those studio sessions like they're more right. in line with what i wanted to do from the beginning oh yeah you're set this is set like this thing's you're super on the phone we're just hanging out outside right we're not plugged into anything yeah exactly it's, it's like, super that dope, is amazing man plugged into this conversation right that's it <laughs> that's raw that's yeah, super man. raw uh, it's a program we'll, we'll it is a program. We'll <laughs> it's a program right uh that most recent ep you put out is the the rumble pack yeah rumble pack yeah is that something you did like produce the beats for on that one um i did hyrule with west guy Okay. Um, shout we did out that West, together. Former guest of the, the yeah, podcast man. for sure. Shout out West. That that was one from like a whole bunch of beats we did a few few years, you know, like 2016, you know. But that was just one I sat on, and then I did Metal Pack Solid. Okay. I did that like at Alpha's house one day. I think you literally went to go take a shit, and <laughs> and I made the and the beat was done when you got back, <laughs> and then I played it for you. It happened. That's that the story. It, it for real, it wasn't, it didn't take, it's only, you know what I mean? It's only a couple sounds on it, but I just, it just hit. It just, that's just the zone I was in that, that day. Yeah. And then you have Winky on that one, which, which ends the, the record and you, you both are on that one. I like that track cause it feels like the vocal is like almost this puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like that, you're okay. trying to decode the whole fucking time that you're listening yeah. to. It. Yeah, bro. I was, I was wondering That's if dope. that was like a conscious decision at all, of like, like what you yeah. were putting together there, or like, is that just like how it came out? Well, really, really, what it was, what happened with with this partic- particular tape was, um, I had like recorded the stuff and I sent it to Emilio, and then he mixed, he mixed it, and then I brought mixes to him and then we threw it through like you know a couple filters and a couple of things and then it turned into that so like he he like helped me put the the, the sauce on it and then that last one I just gave him the feature credit because it's like you got stuff out now too and that's just good right. even just for the algorithm <laughs> you know what I mean just for for the culture but he was he helped me with all of it but for that last one I was like yeah, just so people can look that up. Like, oh, who's that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just it's just that it's just the alley you. You know what I mean? Yeah, just the alley you. Yeah, no, yeah, I just uh, that was what I noticed about that track. Yeah, we we like, we like oh, to do I that. I could see how this would be like real fucking irritating to some people. Probably. <laughs> and then I was just like, but this is really dope because this is like its own puzzle. Like right. this is part of the thing of like, man, what is he saying? Or does it matter what he's saying? I mean, <laughs> also too, even too. Um, on my band camp, all the lyrics to everything I've put out is right there too. So I like I like that element of it too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it becomes that's like true. that's part of the puzzle or like that's part of the treasure hunt now. It's mm-hmm. like if you really want to know, the lyrics are there and then you right. can, you know, for those people that do, yeah, tons of people love to do the deep dive on the lyrics. And it's right. nice it's nice when they are there to I don't know. Right. Especially for something like that, where you're not necessarily like revealing it super clearly throughout the whole track. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's really dope. I dig that. Yeah, man. It's it's fun. It's fun how how it came together. You know, those just a, a batch of songs that didn't make 
uh, the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I feel like they all kind of like, they kind of fit. They fit it like that. And especially how, you know what I mean, we sauced them and everything. Like, yeah, it's, it's dope. Yeah, it was like an old, like, broken cassette mm-hmm. that you found in your, in your cupboard or your shed. Yeah. You know, that was like the whole, like, this warp tape concept. Yeah. Yeah, you know like a thousand I mean? years later or something. Just like right. real dystopia. Like, you know what I mean? It, that's That was the whole point, which is like, you found it in some wreckage and you just pop it in. You just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So. I like, I like the thought behind that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, I feel like that, that's like that thinking outside of the box shit of just like, oh, like how can I apply this, this concept to this music? Cause the records are already pretty raw, <laughs> raw sounding. So we, we just, we just took it up, took it up a notch. But 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 kind of made it kind of fun in a way, kind of you know. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a different take on like a lo-fi thing. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Because you're like, no, this record was sat in the sun all day. It's not <laughs> like records aren't supposed to sit in the sun all day, and now this one is like right. really fucking warped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's throwing it at you. True. Exactly. So I've been I've been talking to some people recently. Um, about sequencing and this additional layer or thought to sequencing. I'm wondering if it if it's something you guys are considering yet. A lot of times when you're listening on your on your digital shit, whether it's your Spotify, or your iTunes, um, at least the way I usually keep mine, and I know I'm a, like a lot of people do, you keep it on repeat. So like when it hits the last song, then the first song starts again, mm-hmm. right? So I'm wondering if if any thought is going in to not only how how does one start to two, but like how does last song go back to song one? Because yeah. your yeah, like on your EP when it goes into time, like is is it time is the first yeah John, track? Johnny Cool did that one. Yeah, so like when when it goes from Winky to time like that's a dope transition like whether it was intentional or not like it's it's sick so like i've been i've been finding like a lot of those recently where the last song like really is a dope transition and and it seems like for the most part at this point that it's you know accidental probably but yeah just curious if like that's if that's thought if that's part of the thought process yet or something you've thought you know certainly certainly for certainly yeah I would definitely say yes, you know. I never want to spoil all the the little, you know, uh, <coughs> Easter eggs we yeah, have yeah, in yeah, our, for our sure. tunes. For we sure. have a lot, you know what I mean? But on that end, definitely the whole, at least for me, the whole point is, like, you just play when you're in the back cooking. Yeah. You just play this and you drawing. You just play this when you, walk, you know what I mean, walking the dog. Like, it is... It's kind of like easy listening in in a way, you know. What I mean, there's definitely projects like this where it's just kind of like hyper noise, but like for the most part, when you pop in Janethea, you pop in Hail Mary or something, like you can just do you and just enjoy it. And when you want to tune in hard, you can catch all the lines and all that. But right, it's supposed to just be seamless transitions, not supposed to like kind of jerk you any sort of kind of way. Yeah, like that's definitely the point part of it too with it i think that's like one of the things that i've enjoyed about 
both of your music and like whether it's individually or the stuff you collaborate on is like you can listen to it in these different these different ways like mm-hmm. you can like really listen <coughs> and like put the headphones on and mm-hmm. pick it apart or like you can just have it in on the background and it's like just really good background music for yeah, the day you know you. or thank for you. like what's happening right that's definitely the, definitely the point because everyone everyone got a lot going on at this point you know what i mean so i'm i'm a i'm a create because that's what i do but i'm yeah. also keeping you in mind where it's just like you just barbecue to this you know what i mean like it's yeah definitely hell yeah um new york was one of the first tracks i heard from some aliens it's it's one of those videos that that you guys did um when Mm -hmm. you came through Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. studio Mm -hmm. and uh i saw that you recently like there's a 2020 release of of new york finally put a record out of that yeah i was super stoked to see that because that's That's definitely like that that song definitely has like a special place just because it's kind of like the beginnings for me of like what what this this collective was and yeah that was like one of my favorite song performances i think like throughout the studio sessions like that one like sticks out if there's if there's some sort of like compilation that gets put together of like just tracks like that one's on there for sure that's dope man thank you man yeah that means that means a lot to me uh and then alpha did a remix of that yeah, it's super extended. That's <laughs> the seven minute edition. Yeah, this dragged out version is. Dope. <laughs> yeah, dude, like that's, that's one you want. True way that you uh, want to you want to really be dialed in for that one. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a slow tempo, so that's yeah. what led to it. Yeah. But I had to do the remix. He asked me to do the remix. Yeah, so. I, yeah. I asked. Um, at that time, I asked a couple of people to do one. So I have like like another you know one or two other ones that i've never released that exist oh, that I, I listen to on my own sometimes like a uh, hypnotic jazz he's um this producer from london that i work with on hell mary he did okay. flawless victory uh he also did the song i did called i know that was for his project or whatever but hell yeah um what's well, dope it's dope to it's dope that they're like out there. I don't know, like I'm stoked to see like two different versions of New York. Yeah, is is in existence. Maybe yeah, more, more, uh, maybe more to come. Oh yeah, man. You know, you know we aliens, man. So you're gonna, you it's know, possible. you just have like a whole tape of New York. But yeah, no, I love I, I love that remix and, and I listen to it. I listen to it a lot. Yeah, and I think it was definitely important to, to put New York out, and I you know put out Van Gogh too. I had, you know what I mean? I had them and I was just listening yeah. to them. So I was like, this would make a cool two track for, for people to enjoy. And and um, anything is possible is already out too. So out of that project, Fry, that's three of the six songs that I have for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Can, that was a part can, of a project. Right. Those, those two songs mm-hmm. uh, you was working on for a while. Right. So. Well, it's definitely impressive the amount of material that you both have put out since since the last hang, since episode one eighteen to yeah. two eighteen. There's like this big right. jump in in material put out. So it's uh, yeah, we had to. We definitely for a second had to to you know figure out the the, the business aspect of things 
and just of how we were going to put things out. But but once we did once we did that, it was time it was time to really like feed. Yeah, you know I mean feed feed everyone. Um, is this like you feel like creating put on putting music out right now and and just really digging into all that is just like the best way you can occupy your space and your energy with just kind of all the craziness of the world going on. Like amongst COVID, we have, you know, people in the streets every day protesting and, right. you know, standing up for the movement and stuff like that. Is it, is it just been like good for your, your mental overall to just be creating and, and focusing on, on putting music out? It's there. It's, it's therapeutic for sure. And, but the type of people we are, that like, it really don't matter what was going on outside. Like it just, we we will we will always be doing this. Yeah. Like it just through hell or high water. True. It just it really didn't matter. Like we just we just love music. Like we just we just obsessed with this shit. So um, it's good to have the the time and, and freedom to to create. But even if I didn't, I would be trying my damnness to get the time and freedom to 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 create at my own my own. You know what I mean? Well and shit. Yeah. So we'd be doing this really no matter what, I feel like. For real. They've been going crazy, like, what, 40-something days? 40 days? At yeah. least. 30 days? But now we have, like, what, the the actual military units are set up <laughs> the down there and shit, man. Like, it looks like a, yeah. Yeah, prayer hand emoji, man, for, for everyone. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Especially those Everyone fucking, out there fighting a good yeah. fight, man. For real. All those Hats people that are fucking salute. going out there every you know night I mean? and shit, holding down those Might run in the house. Pour some E and J out for y'all, man. You know, <laughs> just like for real. It's like I love that people are being vocal about what's been uh, wrong for a long time. I feel like that's very important. You know what I mean? There is a lot of uh misinformation out, but I think we can all agree that it is time for for some new shit to, to, to come in place. Man. Yeah, it's been now's the time long. for it and it's it's gonna be some growing pains with this, but this is inevitable and it's been a long time coming so we are just trying to make the make the best of it and adjust you know but adjust for the better though right no yeah yeah for sure man they got to deal with this bullshit anymore you know and right yeah this is peaceful this is what they want this is what i hate to say like they but you know what i mean this is what this is this is good that we're taking uh this approach by protesting because after what the cops been doing gotta fucking yeah dude because the cops breaking the law why should we not break the law they yeah. are already breaking the law for you know sure. what i mean why it does, yeah it doesn't why, lead, it doesn't lead to anything should. positive for sure so you know I mean? there's like yeah you They're can't not, you I, can't I demand you, you can't demand respect when you're not like yes, respecting uh, the system yourself exactly. or like yeah like you're saying you know they're yeah. breaking Y'all set an Breaking example. You know? <laughs> that don't right. make no sense. You Absolutely. You're calling the kettle black. For sure. Because they're breaking the law first. Now they're mad. At, and we, so, you know what I mean? There's just too much fucking information available to to everybody to keep playing the, the game. Like, the bullshit we've kind of all been right. fed growing up and whatnot. Like, what this country was built on and, and things of that nature. Like, right. if you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. And right. now they're now it's like it's all around everybody. So you got all these True. other people that have like never even thought about these right. things 
you know, For jumping real. in, trying to fight the good fight and whatnot. So it is uh it's cool to see on that end and like this is I I mean, these are these just often end up I feel like being like some of the most exciting times artistically, especially when we live in this world where people can literally put out music so whatever they fuck they want, and like True. that goes for you know big recording artists too. So you know, <laughs> if That's Drake true. wants to put out an album every day for the next you know next he seven could. days, he can he can do that. Or like mm-hmm. you know these, it's just been I think exciting on that front to mm-hmm. see I agree. how how much it's charged for real the, the art. And things of For that real. nature, you know. And it's cool to see uh, people, like, kind of sticking together. People who are like, oh, I don't want to hear that right now. You know, for the for the other artists who are really putting music out, who are not really. I feel like putting music out right now. And, I mean, I feel like for us, it's a little different. Like, if you're a big artist, I feel like and it's, and your music isn't really tours was going on the masses ain't really paying attention to it like that which is kind of cool to see yeah yeah people, so, it like, does yeah it seems like people want to hear that like those those empowering songs right now right or at least things mm-hmm. that are like referencing it so that mm-hmm. they can gain perspective or something, yeah. We're it's mm-hmm. it's cool to see people like it, the the fans and the masses making our artists stand up. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? What you doing? What's going on? Or we're not canceled. Cancel culture is cool, but it can be bad sometimes. But yeah, there it's definitely like double edged sword. It's situation a double edged sword for, for sure. It's a tightrope. Yeah. yeah. It's just because all this shit is so new, man. Like the yeah, internet age new, of like canceling wild, people wild is wild like, wild. it's just, True. yeah, it's just going to be a lot to figure out going forward and whatnot. But yeah, grateful for these situations, man. This is uh, probably only the, I don't know, second or third of one of these that I've done in person in fucking months. So mm. it's nice to just That's like tight. get to fucking mm. hang out with welcome, you guys bro, and welcome. chill welcome. the fuck out and man, it's good to have you. talk music with you guys again and whatever other life happenings and uh right. definitely appreciative that that we've uh maintained this thing and kept yeah, up bro. with one another yeah man yeah for real man we gotta i gotta keep in touch more with you man you the you the homie you same, the og same right you know what i mean it's two build. two ways man I yeah we like it, it, yeah no nah, it's, it, it's it's hard i feel like i <laughs> i feel like i'm not the kind of, i feel like i suck at reaching out all right well i'm gonna hit you up then now <laughs> Hey, I'm so so hit me up, man. <coughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, let's kick it. I'm trying sure. to stop being such a uh, what hermit. Yeah, I think it's even weirder though too when you when you're when you get older about yeah. trying to like set up those hangouts. It too. is harder. And like, like it is. definitely, you know, it's easier when you, when you have like a little more base for that, like those interactions True. and shit. Um, that's a big part but it's yeah it's even hard when you when you do that with like people that you don't see super often or didn't like grow up with or whatever right so yeah for real but we also been busy so you know we can't like uh blame ourselves we've all been busy life happens to people to everybody so you know you can't we can't feel like we can't feel bad for sure you know what i mean 
you gotta focus on your shit sometimes you know what i mean i can't be mad at you or myself you feel me <laughs> well it's cool man because like i think you know whether i keep in contact with you like regularly i'm still kind of like observing and seeing what you're doing as far as like through your art and like what you're putting out so it's like it's always inspiring to see the people still doing the thing because it's Facts. hard it's easy to like stop doing it yeah and yeah. you know people have good reasons to stop doing it for too. sure but like it's uh it is very inspiring to like see people still doing the thing um collaboratively or individually but especially like i said earlier collaboratively mm-hmm. is like i love to see that shit right because that shit's hard like <laughs> And yeah. it's like obviously that this seems like a like a pretty easy situation between you two because you enjoy like each other as like friends and shit. So I'm sure that like makes it super easy to like want to yeah. create and collaborate. So yeah, I'm not saying it's true. like this strenuous relationship, but you still have to like there's an energy that has to be put into it, and uh, yeah. it seems like you you match each other's or counterbalance one another's like really well. Yeah, no doubt, man. He's like like family. You know what I mean. Right. It's like it's like family at this point. So whether we continue to keep making music or not, no matter what, like I'm always like it's all love. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. But like I said, though, it just seemed like at this point, you know, we just cooking, and it's it's been cool. It's been cool to see. Well, please keep cooking, cause I enjoy what's happening, and <laughs> uh, I thought I thought it'd be appropriate to maybe play it out with good vibes. <laughs> you know, everybody could use <laughs> some good vibes, and I think this is like—I don't know—I think this track is like a pretty, pretty out there, spacey one. I love like the flute yeah. going on and shit. You know, like yeah, yeah this man. is just like a different track. Yeah, shout out Emilio. He—I saw him. He sent me that that one night. Uh, we're definitely in the future make more tunes and stuff. Like a lot of times, he just kind of like engineers or like records my stuff but like we'll definitely you know get more of his production and yeah like we we made um uh blow your mind on on hell mary the the b-side to sex after work like that's the only other production you heard from him was on that one so i had to kind of put that back in yeah, I like how you're tying some of the like COVID shit into your observations too, <laughs> in into the lyrics and whatnot. You know, yeah, man, hell yeah. What you're seeing and yeah, it's got that. Stoked, man. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. End. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate the hang in general. Like oh, of outside course, of, man. Uh, outside of, course, of this bro. shit, yeah, it's just good to catch up with the both of you. And uh, I'll definitely put all the links in the episode notes so people can uh, keep up with what you're doing still man i appreciate that man appreciate that making it easy for them <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> hopefully we'll see <laughs> all right hey. we'll see but it'll it's it'll be good. there and uh yeah go check out both of their projects and uh yeah we got to get the official some aliens it's a program to to sail out episode 218 oh my god of the podcast coming up okay uh shit it's just alpha uh rocking with some aliens uh it's a program or should we say it together you can do it again okay do uh, it together do it separately uh, okay i just it's just alpha some aliens Hey, it's Bryson the Alien BTA, man. It's a program. It's a program. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Cable. Some, some aliens. Light one up, man. I appreciate y'all.
Um, and that's the Jelly Jams, everybody. And we will catch you on the flip side, Portland. All right, press start. I like the chains dangling. And yeah, Emilio made this one. It's <laughs> a vibe one. Searching for them good vibes. Stuck inside, but it's good times. Feed my tribe, gotta survive. New day, that's a new price. Toss pride to the wayside. Big plans, gotta still strive. New timeline, but I'm offline. This a way, that a way, wearing strange times. Keep my hands clean, still committing crimes. If we talking rhymes, I got hella lines. Line them up, then I handle mine. Minecraft, how I'm building mine. Rocket League, how I launch mine. Never mind, track number track. Overheads, but I'm feeling fine. Say grace when my stars align. BTA on his own time. Got his own mind, rolling up the whole time. No job, but I'm on the grind. Making records that you rewind. Searching for them good vibes. Stuck inside, but it's good times. Feed my try, gotta survive. New day, that's a new price. Toss pride to the wayside. Big plans, gotta still strive. New timeline, but I'm offline. Just away, that away, we're in strange times. Keep my hands clean, still commit, credit commit. If we talking rhymes, I got hella mind. Line them up, then I handle mine. Minecraft, how I'm building mine. Rocket League, how I launch mine. Never mind, track number nine. Got their trees and shit.